Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. I'll tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. Brian Fanzo, and yeah, this is the, the first attempt to really uh, connect the dots between audio and a newsletter and really what we're going to have going on here in uh, Misfit Minds. And first of all, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me what is your most prized uh, asset that no money can buy, uh, and that is your time. And I'm excited to have launched the Misfit Mindset Substack here. So this is part of uh, episode or issue one. I really haven't figured out if we call them issues, episodes, uh, newsletters. But uh, for me, this is a, you know, a big deal, especially as I kind of share in the first newsletter how much of the barrier was for me to be writing, right? And I've been blogging for a couple of years now, probably six years pretty regularly across uh, my website as well as Medium, uh, as well as guest blogging on some you know, brand sites like Adobe and Dell and um, some LinkedIn articles that I've been able to do and a couple I had a uh, a one of one of my blogs came out on ad week uh, this week actually or we this past week uh, on clubhouse but for me you know I share kind of the journey in the the first issue about this idea of you know always feeling like uh, my writing was my biggest limitation and it's actually the thing that probably scared me the most uh, my entire life I remember my senior year in high school uh, being told that you know after doing some tutoring for the SATs that uh, writing and reading were always going to be a struggle uh, until I quote unquote applied myself and interestingly enough it wasn't until I was 31 and I realized it was actually because my brain works differently and I do have ADHD and you know things you know that I've noticed and even, you know, as recently this month, and I haven't shared this publicly yet, but uh, I've been going through just the test to understand that I probably have dyslexia as well. And it makes a lot of sense because pronouncing people's names, um, some of the things that I I struggle with, uh, really, uh, (laughs) I never realized there was, you know, I just assumed I was broken or assumed uh, something was wrong with me. Why couldn't I be like everyone else? And so I kind of share a little bit of that story in that first issue and, and really this journey of, you know, for a long while being told that um, I was uh, you know, broken and that I couldn't do the things that, you know, people were kind of telling me that I should be doing. So with all that being said, one of the things that I think we really have to look at right now when this whole idea of like, understanding ourselves is understanding like this journey that we're on. And so for me, part of this, you know, misfit uh, mindset is, you know, letting people know I'm, I'm working on this too. I'm working on the format. I'm working on structure, but I'm also realizing because now I've been able to spend more time being self-aware and focused on some of the things that really shine through in my uh, ADHD and, you know, my dyslexia that it does seem like I have, I want to try to lean into that and, and try to get a little bit more creative on, you know, how I even think about copy and how I think about things that are, I'm putting out to the world. And that's also why for me, like part of the thing that I'm doing with, you know, the, the whole layout of my, uh, of the show or the, uh, the issues is like, I'm really going to break things down into like, Hey, here's like a rant and here's what I got going on. Here's, you know, my view on just being, you know, a multi, you know, 
hyphenated, multi-passionate person that's putting yourself out to the world. We'll talk a little bit about like, kind of these, like futurist mindset on how do we you know, prepare for the future. We'll talk a little bit about the mental health side of the house because, of course, that is a passion of mine. And then I've, the last but not least thing I, that I'm really excited about is you know each issue for, uh, for those that are on the, the paid subscriber side is going to have kind of a press the damn button motivation piece. Uh, where I'm going to put challenge out there. I'm going to hopefully inspire people to do some cool things. And this is also going to connect into the Mighty Networks community that I'm building uh, around, you know, just, just this entire idea of, you know, how do we give more people, you know, more access, but also how do we support each other and build, um, you know, a community not only of misfits, but a community that are, are really helping us all, you know, kind of push forward and change the world. And you know, this all comes back to really the whole misfit concept, right? And for me, you know, I mentioned you know a little bit earlier about you know, hey, in high school, you know, I was kind of told that you know, I don't apply myself. Yet they didn't know that I was trying my hardest. And I kind of thought when I got to college that everything would just work out because I'm like, oh, I finally get to college, I pick my major, and I still really struggled through school. And interestingly enough that was really the last time I struggled in anything I've ever done as far as work because every job I've had, I've been able to find ways to succeed, find ways to do things differently. In many cases do things, um, you know, see things that others didn't see and also work smarter so that I could, you know, maybe make up for the things that I thought were my limitations and it's paid off for me in some amazing ways, but it was actually in college and it was Steve jobs. And, you know, as Apple was kind of, not only having a resurgence, but it led into kind of the, the, the Mac kind of rollout, which of course was MacBook and we had iPhones coming out. The idea of it was cool to be a geek and that it was okay to be a misfit that liked change and did things differently. You know, being a misfit was kind of like my saving grace. Cause I know for many of us, it kind of feels sometimes like we don't fit in like the exact box. Like we like to, you know, maybe we dress differently Maybe we have different passions than our friends. Maybe we have different views on life that we've been told our entire life that we need to keep them quiet or we can't share them publicly. And, you know, I personally believe, and this is a whole other uh, issue that I already have planned out on around this idea of, like, how do we rethink um, everything, like, from the standpoint of, you know, why, why are the things that divide our country at this moment the things we've been programmed not to talk about, right? And that's a whole other rant. But for those of us that have felt that way, right, like it's hard to like find your people, but the feeling when you're like, these are my people, I believe there's nothing, nothing better. And I believe that to me is what this is all about. That's what to me, this entire you know journey comes down to is how do we together find our people, amplify each other, you know, give people grace. And I will say one of the things that is like my biggest motivation you know, we talk a lot about empathy. We talk a lot about authenticity and vulnerability and uh, transparency. And I say we, like I talk a lot about these things. But really what my job is, is I am a mindset speaker. I'm a mindset. I, I, I'm not into the woo side of the mindset. Mine more is how do we give each other a unique, you know, embrace our unique perspective. But how more importantly do we shift from this idea of judging people or hating on people because we don't understand to an idea of listening and learning and even really, let's face it, embracing the things that make others different because we've learned a lot in the last you know, four years and the last, you know, 18 months or so about this idea of, you know, 
we are a lot more alike than we are different, right? The, the pandemic is proof that it didn't matter who you are, what your business was, where your industry was. You were, all of us were impacted by this, everyone in the whole world. But we also realize that we are, we have uh, some differences, you know, and, you know, we are all human, right? Executives had kids walking behind them on Zoom. Um, people that never even thought about, you know, the word depression were having, you know, had to go through some things themselves. Um, people that, you know, were now having conversations around mental health that would have never existed before. And I think one of the things that, that we have to realize is that we're going to get to a pinnacle where we have to get over this hump and realize that, we can't say things like, thank God, you know, Snapchat didn't exist when I was in college. Because really what we're saying there is that I was did just as enough, you know, just as bad or just as crazy things, if not worse, than the kids today. But they're being judged on it because we have access to it. And yet we, we believe in that access to give us, you know, this true authenticity and make sure that we remember that, you know, people are, are, everyone is human. And we all make mistakes and we all have flaws and we all have vulnerabilities and we all have struggles but we also can, by embracing them, by, by embracing what makes us a misfit, by embracing the things that are maybe are, are flaws that we've always been told, maybe it's the things that, you know, that have scared us, by embracing them, by owning them, and even by putting them out to the world, it allows us to attract our people and find our people. And I believe right now, right now, 2021, while you guys are listening to this, is the time for us to not only reevaluate what is important to us, look at our priorities, but really focus on aligning our lives, our mission, and even the people around us, the people that, that value the things that we value. But I don't believe that can happen until we're first hyper self-aware and we start talking about things that we've never talked about before. We start having conversations that we've been scared to have, but we've all learned that those conversations need to happen. If us as a society, us as as a human race, and us as individuals are going to change, going to embrace the new, and hopefully make an impact on this world. So to my fellow misfits, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for buying into this idea. And I will tell you, um, on this journey to uh, you know 2093, to me, this is exciting. And I'm so excited for you guys to be here. So until next time, my name is Brian Fanzo, founder of iSocial Fans, and I'll leave you with my favorite thing to leave every episode, every podcast episode that I record, both FOMO fans and press the damn button. Go out of your way to let someone know that you care. I always say that my secret for community growth for standing out online is this the simple phrase of show you care. If you can show you care about others, let people know that you appreciate them, that what they're doing in their lives, how they're showing up is inspiring you or motivating you or, or just making you feel like you've heard, you are heard. Let them know that you care. Nobody will ever say that you care too much, or provide someone too much value. And let's face it, the bar for caring right now is pretty damn low. If each one of us, everyone that listens to this, just cared a little bit more about others, let people know that we care about them, I think we'd be all be amazed on the impact we can make on the world. Till next time, my friends. Cheers.